This is Generation Justice, a multimedia project that trains youth to harness the power of media. I'm Matthew Brown. And I'm Alicia Hernandez. The 2016 presidential election is less than 24 hours away, and with it comes all of the hope, fear, and uncertainty that only American politics can bring. Tonight, we continue our discussion on democracy and youth voter advocacy. We bring you the voices of Nicole Messina and Angie Naranja, two community leaders from Young Women United, who discuss the importance of young voters and the Gen Z Vote Project. You'll also hear from a variety of students, faculty, and protesters who attended the Bernie Sanders rally that took place at UNM. They share their thoughts on democracy and this year's presidential candidates. We have a lot to share with you tonight, so make sure to stay tuned. As we embark on the next chapter in American history, we offer you a reminder to keep up the good fight. Here's Edwin Starr with War, What Is It Good For? Young Women United, or YWU, is a local organization that leads policy initiatives by and for self-identified women and people of color here in New Mexico. One policy initiative that YWU collaborated on was the Gen Z Vote, a movement that encourages young voters to be registered and engaged in local and national politics. I had the opportunity to speak with two young leaders of YWU, Angie Naranja and Nicole Messina, to give us a little more insight on the power of young voters. Here's what they had to say. Hello, I'm Alicia Hernandez, and I'm here with Nicole Messina and Angie Naranja, members of Young Women United, or YWU. Welcome to Generation Justice. Hello, Alicia. Hi. Thank you for having us here. Tell us a little more about yourself and how you're involved with Young Women United. So as you know, my name is Nicole Messina, and I'm a senior in Del Norte High School. I got involved in Young Women United because they went to my school at the beginning of the year to make a presentation exactly what we're talking about, which is voting. I was really interested at the time in one of the candidates for the primaries, and I wanted to get other people to vote too. I went and talked to one of uh, YWU's representatives, Alicia Chavez, and she got me involved into YWU, and I really like it. I was in school, of course, and I go see my counselor a lot, and she gives me suggestions on like uh, volunteering things or like after-school programs, and so she handed me a paper that was for uh, Young Women United. It interested me. I finally got in contact with her, Ever since that day, I really liked it, so I try to go when I can. It's definitely changed my life. It changes my perspective. Um, so when they started talking about the Gen Z voting process, it was just like, wow, this is something different. It's new, and I just got interested in that. Awesome. And what about for you, Nicole? It is definitely perspective changing, but... More than that, I feel like I get to talk and experience many things that the media doesn't usually like cover or that I don't get to experience. 
for example, we do workshops in gun violence. We do workshops in the LGTB community. We're just more involved in the community, and I like that. Very exciting and awesome work that you guys do as well. So, Nicole, can you tell me a little bit of the mission of Young Women United? Sure. So, the mission of Young Women United is to organize and advocate by and for young women of color and like for reproductive justice. And what does that mean to you? Well, I'm a young woman of color. They advocate for me or for those who can make their voice be heard. To me, it gives people a voice that they didn't already have. For me, I've had speech problems all the time when I joined Young Women's United. Since we talk, like, after we're done writing, I listen to other people people like when they read what they wrote and it helps me gain confidence. Can you please describe the Gen Z Vote project? Well the Yes Vote was started by one of the interns, a high school intern at Young Women United. Her name is Taylin. It basically wanted to empower young people to go and vote because we young people we're not usually heard. This time is like we can actually research and like hear other people but like make our own decision. It's the first time that uh, 17 years old in New Mexico are able to vote in the primary elections. It's their first opportunity to make the voice heard. We want to encourage them or to empower them to do so because they might feel like it's not worth it. I think it's important because it gives people a voice, basically, like the representative they vote for. I feel like if they trust that person, it represents like what they want. So they could start like at an early age to know what they want. Yeah. Thank you both for saying that young voices do matter. Um, my question for you, Angie, is how would you interpret to another young voter that their voice does matter when they might feel that it doesn't? I would talk to them. I would listen to what they're saying. I'd try to do everything I can. Like, I'll go to, like, Alicia or something and let them know that people out there feel like they don't have a voice, like, that they don't have the opportunity like some other people do. How has YDBU been going out in the community and getting everybody involved to get their voice out and get their vote out? They've been all over social media. They let people know why they should vote. Just give them more information about it. Hanging up flyers or giving out cards or telling people so that those people could go tell other people. We do make a lot of presentations and now we're going to get involved into the Dia de los Muertos Parade, which is in November the 6th. We can register people by them, but we can encourage them to go vote if they're already registered. Great. And um, what kind of presentations were you doing? Well, we go to high schools or like charter schools too. We try to get every type of community involved because there's a lot of small communities in Albuquerque. We just go and we tell them the facts. We don't tell them, oh, you should vote for this person. No, we go and tell them like the information they need to know in order to register or to go or to feel confident about it. Or just we explain a little bit like how elections work in the country. As young women of color, why is voting important to you? And I'll start with you, Angie. I think that voting is important to me because I see a lot of people who don't have that voice or representative to represent what they want. I just feel like if people had that opportunity, they would understand like why it's important to vote or not like the person they want to vote for, but like the reasons why they want to vote for that person. It's a young woman color. I'm also considered an immigrant and my family is considered an immigrant family too. My identity depends on the candidate or those who represent me. 
that is a hard thought if you think about it. It's like I depend on them in a certain way, and I need change, and I need uh, or just like a stability on who I am. Because one day for them, I might be American, and the other day, I might be just a foreign. Their policies matter to me, and what they can do for me and for my family or for my community matters to me too. They can impact me in a positive or negative way. There's big change that we need nowadays. Young women of color do need that change too. They need to feel more confident and safe in a way, and all people of color need it too. It's just something that needs to happen, and we need to get our boys out of there somehow. Yeah, that's why voting is important for me. It's a way to change what is happening. It's a way to like make things better. Thank you both for sharing that. I, I agree it is very important um, as a woman of color myself to have your voice out there because oftentimes I feel like it's mislooked or it's underestimated our, our power and our confidence. And I'm very glad that we have young women as yourselves in our community to stand up and advocate those voices. How can young voters like yourself and young voices really represent in communities? I have grown up around the LGBT community. My um mom is a lesbian and I feel like they need a voice a representative that will have their back I feel like they need a representative to help them fight for those rights I know this is like for women of color but I also feel like it's for the LGBT community too like they don't have the same rights as other people do I, it just hurts to hear those people say like oh well they don't deserve this because that's just creepy or I feel like it's the same thing with young women of color like they don't have the voice or they don't have the right sometimes. We as young people can help the LGBT community get those rights they need or just stand for them or with them when they need us because they might feel excluded a lot of times by the older generations or just the voting system in general too. Absolutely. And I love how you guys just have a heart for not a specific mindset. You have a heart for all voices out there. And I think that's beautiful. Where can we expect to see Young Women United this coming Tuesday on Election Day? We are going to be trying to bust people into the election polls. We are partnering with MONA, which is like a Latino organization in UNM. We are all about young women and young women of color. Latina is a strong word. And we're just going to make people like from all the communities in Albuquerque go and vote and try to encourage them and empower them and just remember them. We're giving them information, just like Nicole said. And I feel like if we do that on Election Day, they'll feel like, oh, my gosh, OK, yeah, I feel like I should vote for this person or for this person. I want to go ahead and highlight a little bit on what you had said, Nicole, about how Latina is a strong word. Why do you feel that and how do you feel that YWU is the perfect just representation for that. Me as a Latina woman, I find it hard here sometimes to to find people that understand me or that understand my background in general. Because Latina is a strong word because it unites so many different kinds of people, even though the government or other people might just box us into one category. We're actually all over the place. I'm from South America. Uh, I'm from Colombia. But Latinas are also from Mexico. Latinas are also from Costa Rica. Latinas are also Brazilian. Latinas speak many different languages, not only Spanish. But we're categorized as this kind of people, and we're strong when we're together. That's how I feel it. Our culture is big. It's huge. It's a huge thing for us, and I feel like YWU does like the perfect job, not only recognizing our culture, but also respecting it. So I would recommend it for anyone who wants to just be part of this. I'm also a Latina. 
and sometimes there's people out there who they make us feel like pressured and it just sometimes it gets overwhelming and I feel like when we're at YWU, we're like a family where we bond. It's great to hear um, such inspirational words from strong, young, beautiful women. So thank you guys so much. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Please go both. Probably our audience is like young people too. So I just want to tell you that we deserve to be heard. Like it's time for us too. We need to make a change together. I feel it's time we take a stand and let the person we vote for be our voice. And please take some pictures of yourselves voting or selfies or whatever you want to. And use the hashtag Gen C's vote. Go follow us on social media. On Facebook, it's Young Women United. And Snapchat, Twitter, and Instagram, it's YWU Woman, uh, YWU Woman. Well, thank you both so much, Nicole and Angie, for joining us here today. I really enjoyed our time together. You guys are very strong, young women, and I am inspired to see you guys taking a stand and advocating your voices out there. This has been Alicia Hernandez with Generation Justice. Thank you, Angie and Nicole and Young Women United for standing up for young women of color. Talking with you both was so inspiring and powerful. I admire how you guys are taking control of your voice and advocating for young voters. Thank you both for emphasizing the power of being a Latina. There's so much strength in owning your own identity with pride. And a special thank you to Alicia Chavez and all of Young Women United for the amazing work that you do in our community. And now we bring you some music to channel the spirit on which America was founded. Here's Leonard Cohen with Democracy. Welcome back. For those of you just joining us, we continue our discussion on democracy and youth voter advocacy. Recently, I had the pleasure to sit down with several folks who attended the Bernie Sanders rally that took place at the University of New Mexico. We captured a variety of voices and opinions from students and faculty at UNM to gauge their thoughts on this year's election. Here's what they had to say. Hi, my name is Frederick Fitch. I'm a sophomore here at UNM, and I am a work-study here at African American Student Services. My name is Yvonne Finnegan. I've been living in Albuquerque for six years, and before that I lived in the D.C. area. My name is Mario Quintana. I'm from uh, Taos, New Mexico. I'm living here in Albuquerque, going to UNM. I'm Nikia Russ. I am my fourth year here at UNM. Um, I'm a double major in psychology and Africana studies with the minor in sociology. Um, as far as being where I'm from, mm, Military brat, we'll just leave it at that. My name is Gabby England. I'm a senior here at UNM. I'm going to be graduating this semester. I was born and raised in Albuquerque, and I'm studying art studio. Um, I think the one thing that really brought me out to the rally was being able to see Bernie Sanders and seeing what, what all he had to talk about, because Bernie Sanders was really big on African-American lives and 
the betterment of them. I wanted to make it known that we are not all stronger together with Hillary Clinton. I think they have excluded two candidates completely from the media who have ideas and people need to know who they are allowed to vote for. One of the reasons that I went out to the rally was one, because I wanted to see how powerful Bernie Sanders was in person, because I've seen it so many times in the video. So seeing it live, and I did go live for my Facebook so other people could be involved in the experience that were unable to attend. I had people listening in from class. That's one of the reasons why I definitely wanted to come. I'm not a fan of Hillary Clinton, and so I wanted to come voice my opposition. I made a sign that says Hillary for prison. Came to uh, march around showing it off because I think she belongs in prison, not on a presidential ticket. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I come to school every day, and I heard that Bernie was going to be speaking. I love Bernie Sanders. I've been a big supporter of him. I was a volunteer for his campaign. And so an opportunity to hear him speak again is just uh, something I jumped right on. Um, the idea of voting is very important and very relevant, especially now with this upcoming election, whether it's state, federal, judicial. Voting is very important because it gives a voice to the people that don't necessarily have the power or the position to make systematic change. So voting for who you feel is right, which is why democracy is very important because it does give a voice to the voiceless. I think, uh, especially around election time, there's a, an emphasis on voting without being informed. And I have a problem with that. Like, I don't think voting is the most important thing in the world because if you're not aware of the issues, I feel like your vote, it, if it's not informed, you're just canceling out people's votes who actually put the time in to research. So I don't think everybody should vote. I think uh, you should be well educated. And then if you feel like you understand the issues, then you should go cast a vote. Well, I know that a lot of people do not even want to vote because they're so disgusted with the choices because they don't actually know what the choices are. Uh, once they find out about Jill Stein's platform though, I mean, they can be won over in five minutes. I'm talking about older people of my generation who are over 50. I'm talking about the millennials. I'm talking about people who are even younger than millennials and who are looking to the future, which is bleak, because all this fracking is going to destroy our planet. Um, the one thing that I feel about voting is, especially now, it is more important than ever to actually get out there and vote, because if we're really being honest, our lives are at stake, especially the minorities within this country. like. I have never seen any situations like this to where I feel like my life was in danger within a country where everybody's supposed to be safe. So voting for the next president who actually thinks of me as well as the lives of my family and my friends who are minorities, it's, it's, it's no joke. We gotta get out there and we gotta do something about it to protect ourselves because like I said, our lives are at stake. I'm incredibly frustrated at the moment. I felt like a lot of people, millions and millions of people came together and put a lot of really hard work and a lot of really honest work in the Bernie Sanders campaign. And his treatment by the Democratic nominating committee was uh, basically intolerable. It was really corrupt and uh, really frustrating. But uh, Bernie has me fired up to support local uh, initiatives, local candidates, and get progressive movement happening down the ballot. So that's a really beautiful thing. My biggest issue with voting is the, the Commission on Presidential Debates. They block out the third parties so they don't get a voice on the debate stage, which I think uh, really limits the, the voice of people who want to participate. So I think 
I think there's a lack of democracy in this country, especially with the way that that organization, which is a private organization, blocks outside voices from having a voice and the collusion with the, the media. It seems like mainstream media also uh, suppresses third party votes. So there's a lack of democracy. I'd like to see um, I'd like to see those issues get challenged. Well, there's only the two parties that are represented. Um, the others are either mocked or derided or insulted or just completely ignored. I don't know which is worse, probably ignored. Again, voting is very important, um, especially with the presidential candidates that we do have. You have Hillary Clinton, Donald Trump, and then you have the third parties of Gary Johnson, um, Silva, or yeah, can't really think of her name right now, but it is very important to cast a vote because whoever we do vote for is going to be running the country for four years. I'm not very excited about it. I kind of feel like uh, it doesn't matter who I'm voting for because uh, my vote wasn't counted in the primary, so why would it count now? I know that I can't have that sort of defeatist attitude because um, we're told that our vote is how we make our voices heard. So uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and do it anyway because uh, it's my civic duty and hope that it actually makes a difference. I would say uh, don't worry about wasting your vote because in this election cycle, just about any vote would be wasted if you voted for the two main contenders. So vote for what makes you sleep at night, what makes you ethically content with your choices and makes you feel good as a human being. Um, the one thing that I will say, and this is probably something that everybody has already heard, is we have to get out there and vote. We have to. Because I keep having nightmares that Donald Trump will end up in the White House. And that is the last thing that needs to happen for this country because that will set us back maybe 50, 100 years. Uh, I would say to... to vote your conscience and not the not the lesser of two evils because you your vote is an endorsement of your political belief so you should vote for the person who's most in line with what you believe in uh, i've heard it from both the democrats and from the republican side and that's vote your conscience i don't think anybody should be vote shaming anybody else i think that if you have somebody that you support uh do it wholeheartedly and do it with all of your energy because otherwise nobody's gonna um everybody's gonna just be doing what they think they need to be doing rather than what actually should be done. Don't go with the hype. I can't tell you who to vote for, but you have your own voice, you have your very own opinion, you have your feelings. So go with who you feel would be the best candidate. Pick who you feel would be better at running the country. A special thank you to Frederick Fitch, Nakia Russ, Yvonne Finnegan, Gabby England, and Mario Quintana for sharing your thoughts on this year's election. Channeling the uncertainty of those still undecided, here's a tune by Stiller's Will called Stuck in the Middle with You. Then after that, we bring you Ride of the Valkyries by Richard Wagner.
Welcome back. It's time for another community calendar. Let's start off with something life saving. What do you mean by that? Well, let's just say this upcoming event is sure to take your breath away. Okay, now you have to tell me all about it. On Monday, November 7th, there will be a CPR training session for infants, children, and adults taking place at the Dar Alouz Birth and Health Center. So you're telling me that this training on CPR is not only meant for adults, but for children too? That's correct. This CPR training is taught by firefighter Chris Romero, who leads this certified course. You will learn the basics from life saving measures, what to do in an emergency, and feel more prepared for that sudden, unexpected event. When does this event take place? The training begins at 6 p.m. and runs until 8 30 p.m. For more information, contact the folks over at the center at 505 924 I'll definitely have to put that one on my calendar. So, Matthew, word around the street is you are a pretty phenomenal basketball player. Absolutely not. Whoever told you that lied. Well, I mean, it doesn't hurt to test out your skills. And a good place to test them out is at the T4B Basketball and Video Game Tournament. Well, basketball is never really my cup of tea, but video games sure are. So, tell me a little more about it. Together for Brothers, or T4B, hosts monthly circles for young men of color of all ages. At this monthly circle, T4B hosts a basketball and video game tournament. That sounds like a lot of fun. When is this all going down? It's November 7th from 5 30 to 7 30 p.m. at La Mesa Elementary School, located at 7500 Copper Avenue Northeast. So, Alicia, have you been reading any good books lately? Of course I have, but you know, I'm always open for new suggestions. Well, then, I have an event that is sure to leave you inspired. Do you tell? On November 8th, there will be a live reading at the Pueblo Book Club featuring Leslie Marmon Silco's Ceremony. That sounds interesting. Can you tell me more about it? Of course. The book's ceremony tells the story of Teo, a biracial veteran serving in World War II who struggles to assimilate into civilian culture when he returns to his home in Laguna Pueblo. This is a perfect time for this event with everything going on in Standing Rock right now. Maybe we should add this book to our Generation Justice reading list. Where is the Pueblo Book Club located and where does this reading take place? It all goes down on Tuesday, November 8th from 2 to 8 p.m. at the Indian Pueblo Cultural Center, which is located at 2401 12th Street Northwest. You know, speaking of literature, on November 10th, there's an event called the Hora de Cientos Bilingual Preschool Storytelling. I heard about that. The National Hispanic Cultural Center will be hosting a bilingual story reading for all the niñas y niños out there in Nuevo Mexico. This event will run from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. at the NHCC on 1701 4th Street Southwest. For more information on this event, you can call 505 246 You know, if story time isn't your thing, you can stop by the NHCC's Journal Theater while they proudly present Yastro's 31st season. Yastros, the American flamenco repertory company, celebrates this season by pushing the boundaries in a series of rich and transcendent performances. This exciting event will take place Friday, November 11th, and Saturday, November 12th at 8 p.m. at the National Hispanic Cultural Center's Journal Theater. For more information on this event, you can contact Melissa at nationalinstituteofflamenco.org. 
Well, Matthew, you know I enjoy a good flamenco performance, but you know what I also love? Live radio on Sunday nights? Of course, but I was going to say dogs. Everybody loves dogs, Alicia. That's right, and Lapdog Rescue of New Mexico is hosting an adoption event Saturday, November 12th. I already adopted one pup, so I don't think I can handle raising another. But where can folks who are interested find out more info on this event? The Lapdog Rescue runs from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. at Petco on 6300 San Mateo Boulevard, Northeast. There's another awesome event going on that week. On November 19th, Atrisco Heritage Academy will be hosting the Ethnic and Identity Studies Summit, We Are the Seeds. The We Are the Seeds Summit is centered around creating ethnic and identity studies in a manner that is inclusive for everyone who live in New Mexico. If you're interested in attending this event, you can email ProfessorTorres1 at AOL.com. That's it for this week's community calendar. To cleanse your sound palette, here's Superstition by Stevie Wonder. Then after that, The Funeral by Band of Horses. We've come to the end of another great show. Stay connected with us. Check out our website, generationjustice.org, where you can listen to all of our past radio programs, see music playlists, read our blogs, watch videos, and so much more. Our podcasts are available on iTunes, so be sure to subscribe. We're also active on social media, so be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We'd like to give a special thanks to our guests from Young Women United, Angie Naranja, and Nicole Messina. Also, thank you to Frederick Fitch, Yvonne Finnegan, Nakia Russ, Gabby England, and Mario Quintana. Editing assistance came from Kateri Zuni. Production assistance for tonight's show came from Roberta Rayal, George Luna Pena, and Camaria Umi. Generation Justice is funded by the W.K. Kellogg Foundation with additional funding from the McCune Foundation, Con Alma Health Foundation, and, of course, all of you who have contributed to our project by visiting our website and clicking Donate. I'm Alicia Hernandez. And I'm Matthew Brown. Coming up on KUNM is Spoken Word, so stay tuned and join us next Sunday at 7 o'clock. Good night, and thank you for listening. And, and don't, don't forget, forget to vote. vote.